0: Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, Life Changing Radio, WJMM. so grateful uh, to be on this radio show this morning. I'm so grateful for your support as well. Uh, for more information, please email me at bill at A couple of weeks ago, we kicked off a series at the Encounter Ministry, uh, which meets on Friday night at Church of the Savior, Uh, So grateful that so many people that listen to the Encounter Radio show uh, come to that ministry and we're so grateful for that. But I I was praying one week and I wanted to do a series titled Inquiring of the Lord. Uh, King David had nine major inquiries of the Lord whenever he was faced with battle going into a war, going into a battle, a certain situation, and he prayed specific prayers and God answered answered him specifically. And it poses the question, what is the Lord's specific will for my life? What does the Lord specifically want me to do? And if you pondered those questions, if you're listening to the Encounter radio show, how do I know what to do in certain situations? How do I know which battles to fight, which battles to leave for God? Because sometimes God will say, don't worry, this, this one's on me. This, this fight, you won't even need to fight, like you said, for King Jehoshaphat. Just stand still and watch me win this one for you. How, how are you going to know? Which battles are reserved for God? Which battles God wants you to fight? Which battles God wants you to praise? How do you know how to get specific instructions for every single one of those battles? Well, today on the Encounter Radio Show, I want to talk to you about a type of praying called inquiring of the Lord. That sounds like a play on words, uh, but isn't because isn't inquiring of the Lord how we pray? Well, yes, to a degree, but there are many different ways to pray. I mean, there's prayers of adoration, prayers of thanks, prayers of blessing, inaccessory prayers, praying the word, prayers of waiting, the whole Psalm 4610, uh, be still and know that I am God, prayers for healing, warfare praying, taking our thoughts captive praying, taking authority praying, put on God's armor, praying the blood, rescue prayers of help me, save me prayers. But inquiring of the Lord praying is praying to God, watch this, and expecting He will answer. And when He answers, doing what He tells you to do. And yes, God wants to answer when you pray specific prayers, inquiring of the Lord. See, inquiring of the Lord praying is praying to God, for specific instructions of what to do in a certain situation and not doing anything until the Lord speaks to you. And yes, the Lord speaks to us. And the question is, are we listening? And are we in a place to hear the voice of God? You see, inquiring of the Lord praying is praying to God and then having communion with God. Inquiring of the Lord praying is praying to God and living out Anchor 10, Commit to a daily prayer life and grow my relationship with the Father. King David said this of himself in Psalm 109 verse 4. But I am a man of prayer. See, David had this unique, special relationship with the Lord. And the Bible records at least nine different situations where David inquired of the Lord when he came to the enemies of God. David knew that God has specific battle plans for him that can only be obtained through prayer. And David knew that God had a specific plan for his life that can only be obtained through prayer. David prayed, God listened, God spoke, David obeyed, and did what God told him to do. It's really that simple. And that's why David can make the claim that he was a man of prayer. See, the night, I was saved. I clearly heard the voice of God. I cle- God spoke to me through my wife, and then he spoke to my heart as clear as day. He gave my wife the supernatural ability to forgive me, despite me, telling me that God would never give up on me and that she wouldn't give up on me and that God can forgive me for anything that I've ever done. And then she said this, and so can I. I know that that was God speaking to me through her. And when she and when she laid out the invitation for me to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I heard the voice of God that said, "If you don't accept me tonight, you will surely die." I knew that that was God. I knew that my time was short. I knew that I reached the end of my rope. And that's when I that's when I knew. Uh, that God was calling me home. And I confessed Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I told God that night. I'll do anything you want me to do. Just as long as I know it's you. And I made a decision that night. Uh, to run after God. Because the only thing that made sense to me. Was to run that heart to him. As I ran from him. For the first 36 years of my life. And then after I made that decision. I heard the voice of God. Clearly. When he said now go fight for your family. That's when I said earlier this week that I woke up the next day. I knew everything was going to be okay. I Because I knew that I was forgiven. I knew that I was saved. I knew that God came to live inside of me through the power of his Holy Spirit. And that God had spoken to me. And that God revealed his love to me through my wife. And it was a supernatural road to Damascus experience. And I've never been the same. That's more than 25 years ago. And I'm still... On fire for Jesus. I may not be perfect. I still make mistakes. But I'm still on fire for Jesus. Now fast forward. I just from that day moving forward. I set out to do just two things. That would mark me as a Christ follower. I made it my mission to become a student of God's word. And I made it my mission to become a man of prayer. I never had the intention of going into ministry. Of being a pastor. But I prayed. And then people would pray for me. And then people would prophesy over my life. Three major prophecies were prayed over me that I responded with a combination of shock, laughter, and disbelief, not knowing if it was truly from God, but an openness to the Spirit of God to make it come to pass if it was in the Lord's will. So I asked, I prayed for God to confirm those prophecies over and over again. And over and he's he was so good to me, so gracious. And through so many different people, through so many different confirmations, he did with numerous people who knew nothing about me, or what others have prayed for. And here's what they prophesied: one that I would write a book. I never thought about writing a book. Well, now I've written two. And two that I would become a pastor and be in full time ministry. I thought that was just ludicrous. Well, I'm a pastor. I'm in full-time ministry. And the third one, I thought, well, this is just going to fuel my pride. And he said, there would be a movie made of my life. And I always thought that that would happen. You'll need to stay tuned for that because there's some things in the works about that that I'll be sharing with you in in the upcoming weeks. Now, you've heard me say that if you want to get close to God, you got to learn how to run errands for the Holy Spirit. My whole life, since the day I was saved, can be defined by that one statement. How do I run errands? How does Bill Reeser run errands for the Holy Spirit? It's real simple. I inquire of the Lord, and He tells me specifically His plans for me in detail with specific instructions of what I'm supposed to do, no matter how crazy, weird, or uncomfortable the assignment or instructions are. I mean, to this day, since I've been in full-time ministry, I've never applied to work in any church. I've never, I've never requested to speak at any church, and I've spoken at hundreds of churches across America, and I've, and I've worked at five major churches all across America, living in Kentucky. I never thought I'd leave Kentucky to go to Colorado, work in a church, and then work in two churches in Illinois, And then work in a church in California. Then start the Ministry of Encounter in which all of those assignments were from me praying, specifically inquiring of the Lord, and then God giving me specific instructions of where to go, where to work, where to speak, where not to speak. And then coming back to to Kentucky uh, five years ago. It comes down to this, if you're listening. What does God want us to do? See, God has a plan for our lives. And how can we know the specific details of that plan? And I'm going to say something uh, tomorrow. I may say say it later in the show. And I I need to say it often. The general will of God for our lives are always found in the pages of Scripture. But the specific will of God for our lives are always found through the Holy Spirit and God speaking to us by whatever means necessary. So I'm going to share a scripture with you, and we don't have time to get into the whole story. I hope you'll tune in tomorrow and next week as we talk about inquiring of the Lord. The, the passage is found in First Samuel 23, uh, verses 1 through 13, and here's what it says. When David was told, Look, the Philistines are fighting against Calah, and eluding the threshing floors. What are threshing floors? Well, they were outdoor stone floors, usually circular in fashion, used by farmers to process the grain of their crops. The Bible says he inquired of the Lord. There it is. David inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I go and attack these Philistines? And the Lord answered him, go attack the Philistines and save Caleb. How did the Lord speak to him? I don't know. The Bible just says the Lord answered him. But David's men said to him, here in Judah, we're afraid. How much more then if we go to Calah against the Philistine forces? We're going to come to learn that David was on the run from King Saul, and his men were afraid. And so after his men tells him we're afraid, uh, and how are we going to go to Kayla and fight these Philistine forces? The Bible says, once again, David inquired of the Lord. So here's the second time he inquires of the Lord. And the Lord answered him, go down to Cala, for I am going to give the Philistines into your hands. So David and his men went to Kayla, fought the Philistines, and carried off their livestock. He inflicted heavy losses on the Philistines and saved the people of Kayla. Now Abiathar... Son of Ahimelech had brought the ephod down with him when he fled to David at Cala, Saul was told that David had gone to Calah and he said, God has delivered him into my hands. He's thinking that God has delivered him for David has imprisoned himself by entering a town with gates and bars. And Saul called up all his forces for battle to go down to Calah to besiege David and his men. When David learned that Saul was plotting against him, he said to Abiathar, the priest, bring the ephod. David said, the Lord God of Israel. So David, here, here's David's going to inquire of the Lord again. Your servant, Lord God of Israel, your servant has heard definitely that Saul plans to come to Cala and destroy the town on account of me. Will the citizens of Cala surrender me to him? Will Saul come down as your servant? He has heard. David's praying specific things to the Lord. Lord God of Israel, tell your servant. And the Lord said he will. It's a straight-up answer. He will. God answered him. David prayed a specific prayer. And again, David asked, Will the citizens of Calah surrender me and my men to Saul? And the Lord said they will. So David and his men, about 600 in number, left Cala, kept moving from place to place. When Saul was told that David had escaped from Cala, he didn't go there. Now, the Bible tells us that David was on the run from King Saul at the moment this happened. That's where we're going to end today. But I want to challenge you today to inquire of the Lord, just like David did. And God responded with specific responses to David's specific inquiries of the Lord. Pray specifically and wait for that specific answer. God wants to speak to you. God wants you to have the faith that he'll speak to you and tell you exactly what you need to do in any and all situations that you need his direction and leading. Thank you for tuning in to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser.